It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Last uh, time I stood for mayor in 2021, I think there were 20 candidates. I genuinely think, uh, and I've had a a number of other jobs before being the mayor of London, being the mayor of London is the best job in the world, so I'm not surprised uh, that everyone wants to be the mayor. The mayor of London, Sadiq, there, but can he hold on to the so-called best job in the world? A YouGov poll of 1,000 Londoners suggests that Sadiq Khan's popularity is languishing in the suburbs, with a negative rating of minus 24. Across the capital as a whole, Mr Khan is viewed unfavourably by 52% of voters surveyed, but favourably by 40% of respondents, giving an overall likability rating of minus 12. The results come ahead of the rollout of the expansion of the ultra-low emission zone across Greater London next week a move that will impact residents in the 19 outer boroughs more due to the fact that car use is much greater in these areas. The policy has been highly controversial, so much so it has even gone through the high court. But despite the critics, it will go ahead. The question is, though, with the mayoral elections coming up in 2024, will this leave Sadiq Khan with enough time to win back the suburbs? Jitendra Joshi is the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor. YouGov, who shared these findings with us exclusively, asked the uh, question, do you view uh, various political figures favourably or unfavourably? And those figures included Sadiq Khan, his Conservative opponent in the next mayoral election, Susan Hall, as well as others such as uh, Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer. In terms of the London findings, the number of uh, respondents who said they viewed the mayor favourably was 40%, and the number who saw him as unfavourably was 52%. So that's a a net uh, rating of minus 12. That's that's across London. What what might concern City Hall is um, specifically as we await the onset of the wider ULES Clean Air Zone next week, the specific concern there might be that he's um, lacking quite um, significantly more in the outer boroughs where ULES is going to take uh, uh, effect uh, next week, uh, next Tuesday. There his his net rating is minus 24. He does better in the inner boroughs where his rating is um, is in positive territory at plus five. The the challenge, however, is that the outer boroughs, where where, where Ulysses is, is expanding into, have 3.7 million 
registered voters and the inner city boroughs have 2.3 million. So it's going to be a numbers game. And this is where the Tories, we would imagine, are really going to focus their resources, having already made ULES a big issue in recent weeks since the Uxbridge by-election in, in Boris Johnson's old constituency, which, which the Conservatives managed to hold on to after waging a very strongly anti-ULES campaign. Jitendra, has City Khan essentially lost the suburbs then? Yeah, I think it's too soon to say that. We've still got a while to go yet. We've only just found out the identity of his Conservative opponent, Susan Hall, who's a London Assembly member, and there's there's a lot to play for. But historically, Labour candidates, including Mr Khan, have done less well in those outer boroughs than the Tories. Boris Johnson, when he was mayor, when he, in his successful campaigns, really hammered his, his efforts at winning voters in those outer boroughs. Because they're looking at the numbers game. There are more voters in the outer boroughs than there are in the inner. So simply on the, on the question of numbers, if you can rack up enough wins there, you should be doing well. But it's a while off yet. And the other finding of this poll is that while Susan Hall has uh, a slight positive rating in, in the favourability numbers, equally 57% of respondents said they didn't know anything about her. Now, either that means that um, she's got a lot of time to make herself known or that, uh, as things stand at least, um, Sadiq Khan has got much greater name recognition and uh, the Tories have got a long way to go to introduce their candidate and give people a sort of compelling vision as to what she would offer in as an alternative to Mr Khan other than at the moment simply raging about ULES. Is Sadiq Khan more unpopular now than he was at the last mayoral elections? Yes, his numbers haven't been doing so well um, as as the UNIS expansion has become ever more contentious. So YouGov also polled in April uh, a slightly different question, which was, is the mayor doing well or is he doing badly? Now, from 2017 until 2021, he was in positive territory on that question, i.e., a majority of Londoners thought he was doing well. That um, trend flipped in January 2022 when the numbers uh, of, of people who said he was doing badly then went into the, into the majority. And in April, 50% of people said he was doing badly compared to 35% who said he was doing well. So these are not obviously election results. These are just polling numbers and, and those numbers uh, City Hall will be hoping to shift those numbers around. But the trend um, isn't, has not been uh, so well uh, for uh, Mr Khan since, um, since the last election. Obviously, the outer boroughs of London is where the ULES expansion is coming in next week. How much of a factor is unhappiness with ULES reflected in these results, do you think? It's it's a challenge to say this is all because of ULES, because the, the, the polling doesn't go into the specific reasons why people feel the way they do. What we can determine, though, is, is from looking at the trends and, and how support has uh, shifted over time. Mr Carl's support has been steadily eroding in the outer boroughs while holding up more in, in the inner boroughs. There are, there are other issues around, of course, surrounding transport and housing and crime and all of those. On all of those issues, support has been dwindling, but certainly I don't think it it um, takes too much of a, uh, an imaginative leap to say that the closer that the expansion of ULES has drawn, the uh, the more tricky things have got for Mr Khan in terms of 
protests in terms of the criminality that we've seen um, targeting um, cameras that have been being set up to monitor the new traffic going into the new zone. And that's dominated a lot of the media coverage about ULAS at, at a time when the mayor, when City Hall would much rather be stressing the reasons why this is necessary in their view in order to improve the health of, of Londoners across the city uh, to add five million more Londoners to an expanded zone where they in, hopefully can enjoy cleaner air and um, we can save lives in that way. So certainly in the outer boroughs perhaps and, and given also the position of, of local councils in some of those boroughs which have been very vocal in opposing the scheme, uh, even to the extent of refusing to put up signs okay. in, in some of the county councils around London. It's a reasonable assumption to make to, to, to say that ULIS is, is, is a factor, a major factor in, 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 this, in, in these trend lines we're seeing. Stay there, Timur, from the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor, Jitendra Joshi, on what other threats the Khan may face with next year's mayoral elections. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me is the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor, Jitendra Joshi. As it stands, how likely is it, do you think, that Sadiq Khan will win the next London mayoral elections and remain as the mayor of London? He's got every chance, of course, and um, he, he has the power of incumbency. While some of the recent polling isn't great, he does have one major advantage over his his conservative opponent, which is that, uh, as we see in this uh, UW today, he, his brand recognition is in, the, is in the 90s. Very few Londoners don't know who he is. That can be good and bad. Obviously, it means that he's, he's well known, but equally, a lot of people will, might well have made up their minds about it. But the fact remains that he's the incumbent mayor, he's got the power city hall behind him, and he's proven himself very adept campaigner in the past. He's a polished media performer. Whether over time Susan Hall can begin to match that will remain to be seen. So far, uh, it's been quite a shaky start for her. And the one, the one unknown facing the mayor is that the election electoral system is going to change. So due to a change by the central national government affecting all these local elections across the country, 
the next London election will be determined by first past the post. So in previous elections, voters could say vote Liberal Democrat as their first pick and then put Sadiq Khan uh, or, or the Labour candidate as their second pick. Those That second preference system of voting is, is not going to apply anymore. It's going to be a straight race to see whichever candidate can get the most votes, even if that means they don't get 50 percent. They, they would still get elected as, as the same system as we have for Westminster constituencies. It's hard to say at this stage how that's going to play out. But again, that's, that's something that's going to be keeping strategists on, on both sides awake at night as we get closer to the election, as campaigns get uh, more intensive and as they crunch the numbers more intensively. You can read more on this story and others on our website, standard.co.uk. And that's it from this episode of The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.